Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 23 of A Committed Life Podcast. I'm Joe Stickle, and I'm your host. <clears throat> and this week's topic really comes back to leading myself through some successes, but struggling to apply um, those same skills to my relationships with people. And I think this is something, when when trying to live a life where you're committed to everything that you do, it's something that we can <clears throat> definitely struggle with. So this week I've done a great job of, of crushing my fitness goals, reaching levels that I previously thought uh, were nearly unattainable. But my goals as a person and as a leader fell tremendously short in my mind. And each day I, I wake up with the greatest intentions when it comes to living my most genuine and committed life. And some days are more successful than others, but mostly I'm in a state of constant, I guess maybe struggles the word or, or constant flux in my relationships with others and how I reconcile my opinions and my individual values when it comes to leading others, particularly my family and friends. And, and I'll get into that a little bit here. So I've become so good at testing my limits and pushing myself to areas that are, that are painful and learning to tolerate and push past that pain when it comes to physical challenges. I believe that uh, physical pain is easier to feel and respond to. And I know it's, it's going to end at some point. It's temporary and I can... I can choose to rise above it and push through it, and I know it'll that I'll be better for it. And later, it's going to go away, the pain will be gone, and I, I know there's an end in sight. I can see it, right? I can see this situation reconciling itself no matter what. But in my relationships, it, it isn't the same. It's harder. Um, it's harder to push through to be the leader I need to be sometimes and and not necessarily in my job but more often um, with my family and friends I find myself becoming a person that asks for people to be more tolerant of others and to have empathy for those that are different but I struggle to use that approach with my family and friends because <clears throat> I can find it as painful as running up a long steep hill at top speed gasping for air while my quads burn from the work. Like I find it that painful um, to try to apply some of my things, that some of that genuine commitment with my family and friends. And I, and I get frustrated so quickly with them on issues regarding the rights of others. And it, it, I didn't always feel this way. People that I don't know that I'm not personally invested in, I can tolerate a deeper pain threshold. In, in other words, my expectations for them don't run as deep. And, you know, a lot of that's because they don't know me. They, they, they aren't personally connected to me in a way that their love or my love of them and my means so much to me, right? So with my family and friends, I leave those people... I love those people and my and my respect and I respect them. So I I want and expect for them to feel what I feel. I think that's a natural thing. I think that's our natural hope in life that the people that we love and care about will feel the same way about the things we love and care about. 
And I deeply hope for their core values when it comes to people that are marginalized in our society um, to align with mine. I, I hope that they they do. And when this doesn't happen, it's heartbreaking to me. When this happens, um, my empathy and compassion wanes sometimes and I allow my pain and my sadness over that rather than my commitment uh, to tolerance and empathy and compassion for all people, I, I, I don't I allow those things to win instead of those instead of that compassion and that commitment, that tolerance and empathy. It's my, um, you know, it's, it's sad that, that I let my frustration take over at that point. And it's not meant to be hurtful when this happens, but it does bother me. And this has created some uncomfortable situations for me over the years. A lot that people probably wouldn't even understand or even recognize. I used to sit quietly and accept situations. I would accept a lot of things um, that just to get along. Things um, just so others wouldn't feel uncomfortable. And I just saw it as part of my life. Rather than staying up for myself or staying up for others... I just let it go because I, I didn't want to be bothersome. I didn't want to create tension in a group. And the older I get, you know, those situations make me feel bitter and upset sometimes. And I feel less than for not defending people who are disrespected or ignored or dis, discounted or, um, you know, seen as a burden or outcast because it's different. And I choose to do this. I used to choose to do that. Like I said, to get along, you know, out of respect to those people, I would do that. But again, I felt terrible. I felt horrific for at least not saying something. So as I've grown and educated myself and I've gotten older, I began to to see things differently. And I began to always ask myself this question, when it came to things that I was uncomfortable with or didn't always necessarily believe in. And that was if one of my children were in a group that is marginalized, that was made fun of, that was disrespected, that was discounted, how would I feel? How would I feel? How would that make me feel for my child? And what could I do to help these people? I, I tried to pose questions to get others to think. And to consider what it's like for these groups. You know, more and more often, I find it harder to to walk the line of keeping the peace and still being an advocate for these groups without damaging relationships. You know, it's always been important to me. My my dad was involved in the civil rights movement. So I, I feel like I have a part of that inside of me that understands that duty for all those other people that may feel that way. And I know I will never feel the way they feel based on the situations and the things that have happened in my life. And I know that people will have different beliefs. And my view isn't always right. What I struggle with is how I react to that. And I believe we all need to take care of everyone else. And I want to say that again. I believe we all need to take care of everyone else. And this is where my passion lies, regardless of who people are and what they believe in or how they love their live their lives 
the last six years, this has really tested. I've really been tested in this area. And I see people making excuses or rationalizations for how they feel or why this view or lifestyle isn't right. And it, it makes me sad. And I identify that with not taking care of others, the protector in me feels the need to take action. My problem is I forget to remain tolerant of the people that aren't being so kind or maybe aren't that, that don't identify or believe that a certain lifestyle or certain people um, are right when we're judgmental of other people. And I have to understand and remember that I'm judgmental of others too. When people have always told me in the past that I couldn't do something or uh, you know, or something feels impossible or challenging, uh, I can control my effort. I know my positive mantras and my effort will help pull me through. There's a grit and a stubbornness that gives me the edge to succeed when it comes to myself. It's just me believing I can do it. My relationship with myself is rooted in a total commitment. With other people, there's an outside factor I can account for, and that is what is between their ears, and that's what gets me in trouble with my friends and family most often. I've got to get better at recognizing the same approach I use to overcome challenges in my pursuit of my goals may not be the best for making an impact on others in my family or friend group. I still have to practice what I'm preaching. Bottom line, I've got to do that. I have to be empathetic. I've got to be kind. I've got to be compassionate. I've got to be caring. I can't discount their feelings. Even if I feel they're wrong, even if I understand that they're not getting there, I can't discount their feelings. With that being said, I also have to recognize when they don't want to change their minds. This is something I'm not very good at. And I think all people, leaders included, have to be able to recognize when we're not going to change someone's mind. Because our our thought process around that certain area or topic then becomes much different. So this is also a real struggle because my personal attachment to them makes it very hard to accept things that I feel are so wrong. And this is the real test of my character and when my genuine commitment must come through. I have to learn to be all the things I want to be for others and continue to support those that are marginalized and also maintain healthy relationships and give the support of those people to those people that don't believe this the same things I believe because being being upset with them or frustrated with them is not going to change things. I struggle with the boundaries to be honest. I'm not sure where they begin and end sometimes. In my professional life, I'm, I can do this much easier when it comes to certain things. But in my personal, and, uh, personal life, it's much harder. Our society has woven politics and religion into so many decisions these days. We've become a society that prefers finger pointing over understanding and acceptance, argument over compromise. And I'm right over we can learn together. We have left those things behind. 
And that's sad. Because we're no longer helping others to the fullest extent that we need to. We're generally helping people with an agenda now instead of helping people just to help them. And I realized at various points during this week, I wasn't being the person that I wanted to be. I wasn't being that genuinely committed to all things person that I, 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 I was striving to be. And I'd lost focus on that. And I also realized that by being successful and accomplishing my own goals, it can create a situation where I lose sight of the ultimate goal of living a committed life in everything I do, not just in running and nutrition. And I think sometimes when some of those goals happen for me, I lose sight of that. And when it finally hits with me again, I'm frustrated, not with those other people as much as I am myself because I've lost sight of who I am and what I need to do. Simply put, I've got to get to work, walking the walk and talking the talk. All this time, all the time, and that means maintaining respect for all people. Even when they challenge my heart and disappoint me, I have to remember it's not intentional or even hatred. They may not understand or have the experiences they have needed to build the muscles I have when it comes to others. Now, are some of them hateful? You know, maybe those people that aren't around me may be. I don't think I intentionally have people in my circle that are hateful. And I'm really in, in this whole podcast today, I'm really focusing on myself, my family, and my friends. I'm not focusing on the people outside of that circle. So I truly want to believe in my heart of hearts that my friends, my family, the people that are around me the most, the people that I put the most trust in wouldn't intentionally have this hatred. And I don't think they do. But I still think that we disagree on some issues and that creates problems. And I have, like I said, when it comes to others, and this, I have to understand the world's never going to change for the better if I don't, one, walk the walk and talk the talk when it comes to compassion and empathy and caring. I've got to have that same approach with my family and friends. I have to, in a way, I've almost got to be able to talk to them like I talk to a stranger about those things. The second thing is if I don't say anything when there's a discussion about marginalized people and it's, and I'm not even talking about off-colored or off-handed things. I'm talking about just in general how they're treated or focused on. Or if I don't say anything at all, then I'm I'm not also not being a, a committed person. The bottom line is we all have to do better, but I have to do better for myself first. Okay. Even when I have a great week, I have to remember when my commitment is greater than my feelings, I get results. So if I want to be truly and genuinely committed to having a genuine committed life, (laughs) I have to make sure 
that I am treating those people that disagree with me, particularly even my friends and family, I can't give up on them. But I also have to remember they may not want their mind changed. And I also have to keep in mind that I can still be empathetic, compassionate, kind, caring, even if they're on the other side of the spectrum. And I can't allow that frustration to upset me to the point where it bubbles over because then I've totally lost my audience of the people that I could influence first to help make a difference in the world. So, long one today, folks. Hope nobody takes offense to it. It's not meant to offend. It's it's really meant to make us think. It's my reflection of the week on on how I found a hard found it hard to balance my successes as an individual and with my successes or lack thereof sometimes in my own relationships, how I've got to walk those lines and and uh, how the same approaches, some, some of the same approaches can apply, but not all of them. And uh, just important for me to get that out this week. I hope you have a great week.